Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. You've tuned into Marianne Live. And if you've never been here before, welcome. We're so glad you're here. You're in the right place. It is the right time uh, because it is the only time we have, which is so profound and ridiculous. But nonetheless, I can't hear that enough. And on that note, uh, we're going to have a pretty deep show today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between. Um, yeah, we've got Mama Donna Hennis back with us here on Marianne Live, and we're going to be talking about what's happening in the United States of America in particular, what's happening, what's happening politically, our response to that, how we can shore up our resources, um, how we can cultivate heart-centered activism. That's really what we're going to be talking about. Before we get into that and introduce our guest today, let's get present as much as we can this may not be easy, especially as we get closer and closer to uh, next Saturday. And if you're listening to this in a podcast and Saturday has passed and things have already taken place, doesn't matter. These skills will still be salient. The content will still be supportive. So wherever you find yourself, whatever you're doing right now, whatever day it is or night, find your feet, find your breath. Turn your attention inwards. If you're driving, just keep driving. And you can notice your breath as well. But if you're sitting and you're somewhere where you can really cultivate this interior attention, go ahead and do it. Let yourself have a breath. Notice the quality of your breath. There's nothing you need to do about it. Just notice it. And as you start to bring your attention there, giving yourself the gift of your own attention, you might allow this breath to expand. You might notice your body starting to relax or soften some. Just keep giving yourself that attention. Yeah, this is a real beautiful gift. It's free and it's available and not always easy to do. As a lot of you out there know and know about yourself and other folks, those folks who struggle with anxiety, which apparently is about half the population, bringing attention to the breath sometimes activates you. You know, we want to be out of touch with our body because it's really kind of frightening there. So this is a real courageous act to bring your attention to yourself. For the rest of you who love this deep breathing in and out, go ahead and do so. We're all of us, wherever we find ourselves, going to turn our attention to our portal of gratitude right now. 
I always like to ask the question in this part of the practice, who helped make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? One person, a handful of people, tens, hundreds, thousands of people, if you just look around you, yeah, the electronic device that you're holding, the clothes you're wearing, the food in your belly, pick any area and find your entree into shifting your perspective perspective to one of uh, gratitude. We're going to go down our, fo- our list of folks who make this program possible. Starting at the global level with the OneWorldChildrenFund.org, uh, who are uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. And at the national level, a national action organization committed to changing the way our culture values each other. And here locally, the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California, they've got the latest in meditation and revelation. They've got books like Donna Hennis's books that she's written for you. Um, and it's a wonderful place. If you love bookstores, they seem to be a, um, yeah, a dinosaur in some way, but we're so grateful for the ones that we do have. All right, everybody, we're breathing, we're present. We're going to receive the presence and presence of our guest today. Mama Donna Hennis is here. We're going to talk about heart-centered activism. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Mama Donna Hennis. She's an internationally renowned urban shaman, contemporary ceremonialist, spiritual teacher, award-winning author, popular speaker and workshop leader whose joyful celebrations of celestial events have introduced ancient traditional rituals and contemporary ceremonies to millions of people in more than 100 cities since 1972. She's published four books, a CD, an acclaimed e-zine and writes for the HuffPo, uh, BeliefNet, and UPI Religion and Spirituality Forum. She's with us today, and we're so glad to have her back. Thanks for joining us, Mama Donna. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you are a person who is deeply devoted to their work and committed to helping bring about uh, change here on the planet and have been doing it for a long time. Would you be so kind as just to give a little bit of a background in terms of how you got into this industry and what makes you and keeps you so passionate about the work that you do? <laughs> well, um, I guess there are two levels to, to that question and answer. Um, ever since I was a little girl, I've been on this path, and I can only think and believe that I came in knowing stuff and knowing that I had to continue what I obviously had started before. Uh, And then when I was 30, I had a major vision. Um, It's hard to talk about spirit in English. We don't have the vocabulary for it. So it wasn't a visual vision. It was more like a revelation. Of course, then that sounds like this religion or that religion, but you know what I'm saying. Um, And I received what I took to be my assignment from the universe. And it's a long story. I won't tell the whole story, but it had to do with my job being a weaver of webs, a connecting force processor, if you will, and ever since, that has been the uh, sort of the connecting theme of everything that I do, whether it's ritual or writing, and of course, they're very related anyway, but I feel that it's my job to bring people together in connection 
through ritual, even if it's just that one time. It's allowing people to connect with each other and to uh, bring especially urban and suburban people into connection with the greater universe Mm -hmm. and also to inspire and encourage people to connect or reconnect with their own inner deepest wisdom. So that's kind of what I do. Um, Of course, the rituals have themes, and I'm specifically interested in multicultural religion, uh, ritual, ceremony, and humanity. Yeah, yeah. So you have a a really big sort of a broad view of uh, human existence, uh, clearly uh, believing in past lives, I guess you would call it, or that we've been here before, we will just continue to cycle in and out of this incarnation. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, for years, I, you know, I was, I was obsessed with the physics of that. Like, how does that work exactly? Yeah, right. And I have no idea. Um, You know, but I I do believe, and I specifically for myself believe, because I have had past life experiences. I have uh, had several experiences of connecting or reconnecting with past lives in terms of people and uh, locations and situations and so on. And that's been one of the major driving themes in my life is that, um, I, I do believe that I'm here to complete something that was not started in probably my first life. All right. Well, so that in mind, um, and given that you are a person committed to or inspired by webs, you said, um, the web of life and how we're all connected and, and the different ways that's true, if we were to look through your perspective at what's happening here in the United States, um, how might we kind of grok what so many people are reeling about? And we're going to get specific on what we mean by what's happening. But just in general terms, it seems there is a kind of a chaos, uh, uh, sort of a mass fear, um, varying degrees of, of splitting the partisan Folks are on one side, uh, you know, or, or partisan issues are splitting people for on one side or the other. You know, what the heck is going on here, and how might we look at, at, at this from your perspective, Mama Donna? I've really come to believe, well, first of all, you know what, it's not just happening here. Um, there's a worldwide movement in the same direction, and I really believe that in simplistic terms, we're in the, the, the end, end of days of the patriarchal revolution. Mm. Um, I think that um, when we go way, 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 way back in prehistory, we know uh, from archaeological evidence and so on that there really was a time in the world where people lived in a more egalitarian way and a more cooperative way, uh, for example, before, oh, I don't know, before about seven or 8,000 years ago, there's no evidence of any, uh, of, of weapons, of uh, skeletons with skulls with hatchet wounds in them, uh, with fortified communities, and so on. All that happened about 6,000 years ago. 
and it happened worldwide. And it, we kind of, that was the shift from a kind of a goddess, circular, earth-based spirituality to a more masculine, um, uh, uh, hierarchical kind of way of life. And that's been how it's been for, throughout history. History, of course, is his story. And it's the story of the victors. And now there's the two things are happening at the same time. On the one hand, people who have been subjugated, uh, whole classes, whole, whole um, genders have been subjugated and are discovering their, their power, our power. Specifically, I'm talking about women, but this is much more widespread than only women. These are people who uh, are not one gender or another. These are people who don't follow traditional gender uh, definitions and modes of expression and behavior and so on. Um, this is people of other races and belief systems than the dominant one. And, you know, I mean, we all know these things. This is nothing new. But, and I can never remember whether it was Marx or Engels, but one of them said something that power does not give itself up easily. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. We have all kinds of people struggling to empower themselves and each other and their communities and their way of life. And those old Fart guys, you know, in charge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are not going away without a fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, their way of life is being uh, threatened from their point of view. Mm-hmm. And, yes, their way of life is being threatened because it's been achieved on the backs of the great majority of people in the world. And now we're at this critical juncture where the planet herself is in grave danger. And maybe I shouldn't say the planet. The planet will survive. Mm-hmm. But maybe the plants and animals and humans won't. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a crisis that we're in right now. And um, and as I say, I mean, we're seeing this all across Europe now with the rise of uh, neo-fascism and mm-hmm. Brexit and, and all of the um, horrible dictators all over the world every day, a new one. And um, this is not unique. We've always thought of ourselves in America as being unique, but I think we're part of a bigger story, agenda here. And I sometimes I think that what's happening in the world, both in terms of uh, living beings and in terms of the planet herself, I feel like we all are being poisoned and suffering from testosterone poisoning, mm-hmm. including men. It's just too much to handle that kind of power. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, it, it ruins everybody, including those who are powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the imbalance is just too much. All right, so thank you for that perspective. Uh, sometimes giving language to what we are feeling is really useful. It, it, um, helps us create a context for, for what's happening. So here's the big question on everybody's hearts and minds. What can I do about it? What the heck can little old me do about it? <laughs> well, I think it's a real simple answer. 
something. Do something. <laughs> Do something, you know. <laughs> and on, and on any level, every level, everything matters. I mean, we know we're all spiritual people. We know, for example, there's an expression that I just adore, and it says worrying is like praying for what you don't want. Mm. I love that. That totally oh, changed my life. I wish I had written it. Um you know, science tells us, physics tells us, energy goes where we send it. So if we are concentrating on our fear and on our, our negative thoughts and our anxiety and so on, that's exactly what we're going to experience. Mm. And I know this is sort of parallel, but I know that sometimes when we procrastinate, sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night just tossing and turning because we're worried about something that we know we should be doing and we're not doing it, and it saps all our energy. And in my own life, I discovered if I just get up and go to the computer and spend 10 or 15 minutes just starting, mm-hmm. then I can sleep. It's so, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. So when we struggle against something, we're we're demeaning our own energy and and we're putting blocks in front of ourselves and i feel that there everything needs to be done right now on every level mm-hmm. uh you know in terms of uh other people in terms of animals in terms of civil rights in terms of the environment in terms of um politics i mean on so many levels there are there's a lot wrong mm-hmm. and everybody Everybody has a different interest. Everybody has a different talent. And if everybody would just pick something that they were really interested in helping, whether it's one other person, whether it's a class of people, whether it's animals, whatever it is, and do something, Mm -hmm. send a check, volunteer, help one person in the world, then you are doing something positive to offset all this other negative stuff. I love what Andrew Harvey invites a lot of us to do, which is uh, wake up at 3 in the morning, he says. There's something really mystical about that hour. And sit in a meditation and ask yourself, what breaks your heart? What uh-huh. what breaks your heart? And whatever arises, do that. Beautiful, you know, yeah. Go, go, go towards <laughs> that, right? So, because that's the next question. So many of us feel like, well, I don't know. There's too much. And, and, and what if I only pick one thing? Is that enough? What do you say to that? It's enough. And, and you know what? There's an old expression uh, among kind of women's organizations. And they say, if you have something that needs to be done, give it to a busy person because she'll be able to do it. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's yeah. the more you do, the more you can do. Yeah. Yeah, the bigger your perspective becomes, and and you know, like one super easy thing to do is sign petitions. You know, I feel compelled. I sign each and every one. I've always done this, and it's quite amazing because every so often, and now more often than usual, I will get an email saying, "Thank you. We did it. We achieved this. We overturned that." We pass this, you know, because our voice does count. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to get ready to go to the break here. When we get back, I want to talk with you um, about being centered. It's something that you ask a lot of us to try and cultivate as a way to 
um, actually move through trying times. If we are not centered and we're scattered or pulled into negative thinking or our fears uh, overwhelm us, it's, it's, we're less effective. Back after the break, I want to talk with you, Mama Donna, about how we can help folks get more centered and uh, moving deeper into the conversation of heart-centered activism right here on Marian Life. Back in just a minute with Mama Donna Hennis. Don't touch that dial. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No No More More Love Life Life Drama Drama for Us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce yet? We spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everybody. Author and urban shaman, Mama Donna Hennis is back on Marianne Live, and she's here with us today. To help us get heart-centered and to either deepen our journey as activists or inspiring us to become activists because we all not only can do it, Mama Donna is ringing the bell. She says, get off your duff <laughs> and not only do something, do something else after you did that thing. And then, oh, by the way, do something else. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> So, Mama Donna, uh, there's a lot to be done that's clear. Uh, some of us are thinking, all right, that sounds like a plan. I don't know specifically what I can do, so maybe I'll sit in a meditation and, and see what breaks my heart or just pick something. Uh, but 
Before the break, we were talking about the importance, you say, uh, in being centered. When we are not in our center or don't have access to our way back home to our center, what happens? We, we just spin out or, you know, let's talk about this and, and the importance of it in your opinion. Well, if we're thinking about a web, then our center sort of reaches out and is connected to every other center uh, that exists. And um, I am some kind of a science geek, and, and uh, quantum physics talks about that so much that, uh, I mean, and there are all these books called the, the Web of Creation and the Warp of the Universe and, and so on, all this web stuff. And um, I think it helps us to be centered when we connect with even just one other person. Um, a great example is uh, a woman named Diane. She lives in Santa Fe now, but she used to live in New York, and she used to come to my rituals all the time. And she, there are homeless people in New York, and most New Yorkers avert their eyes as they walk by. Uh, and I think it can be for a variety of reasons. It's, A, this is very painful. I don't want to see it. It's going to ruin my day or there but for the grace of God go I, or um, I'm just too busy and I've got other things to do. Whatever, whatever the reason, I think most people don't engage with people really, truly in need right in front of their eyes. And Diane made a practice of not only talking to all the homeless people that she would pass in her day, she made it her business to learn their names. Mm. And every time she talked to them, she would say their names. And being homeless makes you forget you even have a name. It makes you, it, it, home is such an identity for us. Mm-hmm. Not phys- well, yes, physically, obviously, but also emotionally and psychologically and spiritually. Home is where we are welcomed and where we are recognized and where we are loved. Uh, even if it's just by our cats, it's our safe place. And, and being homeless, you don't have that. And I, I read someplace I can't even remember, but when you're homeless, you don't have a key. And if you don't have a key, you're not really a person. I thought that was very profound. So she was a, a shining example of how can we have peace in the world how can we have compassion for huge masses of people if we don't even engage the people in our daily life with a human warmth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful story. It actually makes me think of a couple of things. One is that the preponderance of folks that I've spoken to who are living on the streets would not say they're homeless they would argue that they left situations that were intolerable and that they're just choosing something else. So that the word homeless, that that, that phrase is actually offensive huh. to to many of these folks. And, and, and quite recently, one of my friends and I, during the holidays, it's been really cold in San Francisco, we were bringing socks. It was her idea to get socks, just mass amounts of warm socks, and hand them out to anybody who needed them. It's been raining and cold in San Francisco. And people that we approached 
half of them were, you know, indignant and uh, like, I don't need socks. Why are you just coming up to me? Don't think that you know me or my life or what's happening. And we got together and we were so upset because our intention was to help. But the point I'm making is, is that in the very categorization and the idea that we are thinking we're separate or that they're above or have something someone else doesn't have actually creates more separation oftentimes, right? So we have to be careful in the way we approach people that maybe uh, we think they need something and not being sure what it is they need. Look, shelter for sure, at minimum, uh, people need. Your, your point philosophically about the people are identified with home and safety, no doubt. But uh, what do you think about this? Because this is an important piece here um, when we think we know what's happening and then we name it, right? That's, that's very interesting. That's great. I'm so glad you said that. Because I think that that indignation is a grabbing of self-respect. It's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I might be living here. And I think a lot of times that the intolerable intolerable situation that they're escaping is shelters, not their own home. Yeah. Um, it, it's that that is a totally inhumane way to live, although meant to keep people warm and dry. Um, but it really erases any kind of human dignity. And so I think that people who answer like that are really holding on to their dignity and, and their self-respect. Yeah, yeah. So here's an idea for some folks right now that Mama Donna Hennis just inspired. We can even do things like change the language we're using to name certain things in our culture. Like being homeless is a negative connotation. I'd love for somebody to come up with a a different term, like I'm in transition. (laughs) And not to minimize it. It's, it's, you know, I've slept in a car. I don't know about any of my listeners. I've been quote unquote homeless before. It's, it's awful to not know where your next meal is coming from or, uh, if you're safe or et cetera, et cetera. I'm speaking from my own experience, but having someone label us, there's there's a a whole area that we can get to work on. So those of you inspired by that, get on that, and we're going to move along now because there's a lot of territory to cover here. Mama Donna Hennis is with us on Marianne Live, and and we're looking at heart-based activism. Mama Donna, you're saying getting centered in the center of that web of life, getting clarity, um, coming back home to yourself, Right is is essential before we can do something for other people. Is that true, or do you think that's uh, a fallacy? Like I got to put the oxygen mask on myself before I do other people. What do you say about this idea? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, it's true that if we don't take care of ourselves, we're pretty useless to anybody else. I mean, uh, I always say you can't serve from an empty platter. However. You know, talking about being centered, coming home to myself, and 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 saying these kind of things over and over again is a way of separating ourselves from everybody else. Yeah. You know, and and I I like to think that. Well, first of all, after the Big Bang, there are no new molecules ever. Yeah. And Crazy. It, it, we live in a gigantic recycling system. You know, mm-hmm. we breathe out and the trees breathe in. Trees breathe out, we breathe in. We exchange this kind of energy. And if there are no trees, there are no us. 
Um, and I feel like, you know, we drink, excuse me, we pee. You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and we are drinking crocodile tears and, and cave, you know, whatever. Yeah. It just keeps getting recycled. Right. And well, hold, hold that thought, Mama Donna. Okay. We're going to go to break here. When we come okay. back, we talk more about, <laughs> yeah, do we uh, uh, want to approach this fallacy? i got to take care of myself before I take care of everybody else. Yeah, we don't think so. Come back and find out more and why and how. Heart-based activism, that's what we're talking about right here on Marion Live. Don't touch that dial back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. Shh, over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET, they've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense. Since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Marianne Live. I'm Marianne Camarado. Uh, Donna Hennis is in the house. Earlier, Donna, Mama Donna, you were saying that, yeah, you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. And just so you know, during the break, I'm like, I came up with like four ideas for Mama Donna. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and do this and do this. I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, let's, let's have our listeners do that, right? So before the break, we were talking about this, this, um, social, uh, meme or this construction, another one, which is I can't really help anybody else until I help myself. And we were kind of breaking that down, and you said yes and no. And we're on the no part. The no part, uh, we ended on the no part because you say if I'm just taking care of myself, it creates more separation. Let's finish that thought. Yes, I think that's true, uh, although I am not uh, saying that one should not treat ourself with the same compassion that we showed other people. Um, but that's important, I think. But, you know, if you're depressed and you're worried, it's it's kind of like an endless, it's like being trapped in your brain like a hamster on a treadmill and you can't escape. And nothing makes you feel as good 
is doing something for somebody else, something nice, a surprise, something generous, something sweet, something kind, you know. And it could be as simple as asking their name and treating them like they are a living human being. Uh, I think that it's kind of a, it, it is a web. I mean, helping yourself ultimately will help other people, I think, I hope, and vice versa, helping other people or the environment or animals or whatever makes you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. And the better you feel about yourself, the more energy you have and the more things you can do. Yep. Hey, let's flop over to the political arena for a minute. I just got an idea based on what you said. I was inspired. So let's say taking what you just said and applying it to politics. You said signing, um, uh, what did you tell people they could sign? Petitions. Um, petitions it's the email. Yeah, you get email petitions. Okay, so I hear this from people all the time. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that. I don't know about these petitions. Who are these people? Where is the money coming from? Blah, blah, blah. Here's a great idea. Why don't you find somebody you know who knows about that and pull together either a tea or an evening wine tasting, add it to something fun, and educate yourself, right, Mama Donna? Right. Pull, pull together five or six or eight people. Instead of having a party for no reason, pull people together and go, hey, let's learn about some of the issues in our area, right? Let's do this together. That's a good idea, isn't it? That's great. A do-something party. Yeah, a do-something party. <laughs> I love it, right? For those of you who like to celebrate, who doesn't? You, you've mentioned this several times. We want to feel good. It is hard to be motivated when we are feeling anxious or depressed. It is hard to feel motivated when we are overwhelmed. Uh, the invitation, Mama Donna, from you is to do it anyway. Get up because it does shift that brain chemistry, doesn't it, when we get into action? Exactly, and, and your, your idea is spectacular, and it's, it's kind of like before the election, they always have these kind of call-in uh, unit, you know, people gather in one room, and everybody's got their cell phone, and everybody's calling and whatever. Well, this is the same idea. You could get together and sign petitions. That's right. Okay, so here's some of the bigger questions for some of us when we go, okay, okay, I get that stuff. There are, there are things out there that are in motion, but what about these gigantic social complexes? My favorite is sexual objectification. My research and most of my life has been devoted to trying to understand uh, anything related to not only the personal uh, burden, the psychopathological burden that women in particular experience from sexual objectification, but the, the social issues. This is an overwhelming topic for most people, one that makes them feel angry, depressed, frustrated, impotent, and so on. Let's talk about how this is showing up politically. You know, we don't have to look far to remember what uh, Mr. Trump said, admitted, um, declared, and said pretty much there's nothing we can do about it. It's just the way it is that we can grab women's private parts and so forth. Talk to us about this. Give us some context, and then let's move into what we can do about it. Well, what you're saying is certainly true. Um, it's, it, there is absolutely and definitely a war on women worldwide. And it's, it's frightening and it's horrifying and so on. And what we need to do is, again, do something. We have to, we can't just accept that that's the way it is or that's how men are or that's how culture is or whatever. 
What I'm what I'm really enjoying a lot right now. Um, okay, let, let me go backwards a little bit. In the '60s, well, the the late '60s and into the '70s, it was a really hard political climate. The Vietnam War was on. Um, the civil rights movement was happening. Um, the women's movement was just being born. It was a very exciting time, and it was a very exciting time being an artist because art then was incredibly creative and powerful and um, avant-garde, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, whereas now the art is about the market and not about inspiration or uh, anything new. And um, and I'm speaking as an artist on that level. Um, and there was so much excitement during that time of hard political reality, and so much creativity was born. And I think that's starting to happen now. Mm. I'm very excited about it because there are some really clever, fabulous modes of protest now. Mm-hmm. And protest, remember, pro means in favor, and test is testify is speak. It's speaking for. Protest is not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. Of course, our culture doesn't treat it that way, but actually that is what that word means. And uh, there, I don't know whether you've heard of this, but um, this was a while ago. You know, Mike Pence is very... Um, one of the leaders in um, horrifying, horrifying lawmaking and opinions against women. And some anonymous woman, she wants to be anonymous, posted something on Facebook that said, because he was trying to pass a law that said, uh, actually a miscarriage is the same as an abortion, and you can be, and there are two women in jail right now in Indiana, one for an abortion, one for a miscarriage, because if you don't bury the remains, it's against the law. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible concept. Um, and this woman says, well, if he's so interested in our periods, let's let him know what it's like. And now thousands and thousands and thousands, I mean, it just caught like wild, wildfire. <laughs> it's called Periods for Pence. And all these women email him every day. Well, I just thought you'd like to know, my flow is a little heavy today, uh, your opinion? Or, you know, like, it's such a, and he's overwhelmed by this. It's very clever and very effective. Another really clever thing about Mike Pence, and I actually just did this uh, before the end of the year, is something at the, at the point I did it, the figure was 60,000, so there very well might be many, many more by now, is Planned Parenthood, of which, of course, he is out to get rid of, uh, said um, they're, they're tax-exempt, and you can make a, a donation in the name of somebody. And more than 60,000 people have made donations to Planned Parenthood yeah. the honor of Mike Pence. Yeah, I've heard of this, yes. That's very creative, brilliant, and is effective. That's right. All right, everybody, all you heart-centered activists and you people who are going to make a difference and move us into the next phase of this messy place that we've got going right now, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with Mama Donna Hennis right here on Marion Live. Back in just a minute.
I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've, We've ordered, ordered no, no more, more love, love life drama, drama for us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships www.marianlife.com Core Certification Learning Tools to Attract, Build, and Sustain Great Relationships Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area www.marianlive.com What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net. Net, the Positive Radio Network. All right, everybody, we're super excited that Mama Donna Hennis is with us. Stuff you can do to be a heart-centered activist. That's what we're talking about. We have a long list. You can go back and listen to the rest of the show at another time, MarianLive.com, um, and it's rebroadcast on iTunes, etc. Okay, Mom and Donna, you've got some other ideas for us. This oh, one's yeah. a doozy. This one's a doozy. One of the big, well, I've got three actually, but one uh, one of the big themes of the Women's March in Washington is pussies grab back, and women are knitting pink. <laughs> Hats with ears, and apparently yarn stores are out of pink yarn. <laughs> oh, wow, wow! So that's kind of fabulous. I mean, just take it and run with it. Oh yeah. Um, okay. The other thing uh, for I'm, marches, I'm, right? Let's pause there really quick okay. for the march. Where yeah. can they go to get more information for anybody who wants to be in a march uh, this coming Saturday? There's uh, even stuff happening on Friday. Uh, check it out. Go to where uh, Facebook and, and find out what what's There's the march a called. There's a webpage for uh, Women's March on Washington. You just have to Google it, and you'll get to the webpage. Okay. And I should say that anybody in the New York area. Is together. New York is expecting um, well over 100,000 people okay. to march here. Yep. Uh, from uh, the UN to Trump Tower. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got them here in San Francisco as well. Oakland I think area. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sister marches all over the world. Great. Beautiful. Um, and men can come too, by the way. Oh, please. So uh, my husband's coming with us on Saturday, and yeah. we're, we're recruiting any any of our beautiful uh, brothers to come out and join this march because this is not just about uh, women; it's about what's happening. 
to a part of our world. So, okay, moving on to the next, uh, what we can do. Absolutely. <laughs> what you can do, Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, has his declared um, uh, role that he wants to play is to erase the uh, Affordable Care Act. And he has gotten so many protests that he closed down his website and his email account, and there's no way to reach him except somebody sent me his home address, so I'm going to share it with you all. It's Paul Ryan, 700 St. Lawrence Avenue. Um, I'm having trouble reading my own writing. And Lawrence with a W or U? A-U. Okay. Yes. Um, Geneville. G E N J E N E V I L L E Wisconsin five three five four five five three five four five yes okay folks Geneville Wisconsin yep W I okay all right everybody that's seven hundred Saint Lawrence Avenue Geneville with a J yes Wisconsin five three five four five that is uh, Speaker of the House send a postcard and tell them what you think. Paul Ryan. Okay, what else can you do? Love return it. address. He'll never know it's you. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, of course, we know that Trump has never read the Constitution. <laughs> you can go uh, Google it, uh, but you can download an, a uh, one of those little blue booklets that the um, the father of the Iraqi uh, slain soldier held up during his uh, one of those uh, yes. states. Yes. You can download that and you can mail it to Trump at the White House. Okay. Uh, I think all those are great. I mean, it doesn't mean that you can't do anything else. I have an outgoing message on my personal phone that says, it just doesn't even say hello, just says, you know, there still is a chance for peace if each of us does our peace. Uh, Leave a message, peace be with you, period. And I get messages on it all the time, like from the electrician or the plumber. Oh, hey, you know, don't don't pick up. I, I just wanted to hear that message again. That is so good. Thank you. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, mine just says, you know, there really is still a chance for peace if we each do our peace. Peace be with you. That's it. If we all do our peace. All right, that's beautiful. So here's another thing. Change your voicemail message, everybody, on your phones. Have you heard most people's messages? You want them to change it anyway. <laughs> Might as well change it for something good. And you can make it up. Do something good. Part of our practice here at Marion Lab, go do something for somebody else. Don't let them know you did it. Whatever, change your cell phone voice message. These are all small things that have a rippling effect. Okay, we're coming up to the top of the hour. This is so inspiring, so exciting. We can do these things. We can do three of these things today, and we can make up other stuff and then pass it on. What do you want to leave us with as we're coming up to the top of the hour here, Mama Donna? Hope, <laughs> trust, and optimism. Uh, I am I, not a Pollyanna, but I really am very optimistic that with each idiotic tweet, more and more of the majority is in agreement. There are more and more of us every day, and we will prevail. Right is always right. <laughs> mm, mm, that is beautiful. Words to live by. We are inspired by you, what you stand for, by the way, which is another thing you can add to your list. What you stand for is doing something. 
what you don't stand for is doing something. This list is going on and on. Mama Donna, we want to get a hold of you. Folks want to be part of your rituals. Where do they go to get closer to you and your message and your work? Thank you. Uh, my website is just Donna, two N's, Hennes, H-E-N-E-S dot com. And if you are in the New York area and you would like to join um, the group I put together, which is extremely diverse, and we call ourselves the uh, stand, we stand United Blessing Band. United We Stand, sorry about that. United We Stand Blessing Band. Uh, we will be marching in the New York City Parade. My email is cityshaman at AOL.com. Gorgeous. Beautiful work, inspiring work. Boy, oh boy, we love you. Oh. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We need you, Mama Donna. We're so grateful that you do what you do, and you're taking a stand and showing so many of us the way. Thank you so much for, for doing what you do. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Uh, it's for doing something. Capital <laughs> <Yeah>. S. <laughs> exactly. And we'll keep coming up with more stuff, everybody. Don't worry. More and more stuff we can do. We're doing it together. We're inspired by folks like Mama Donna Hennis. Mama Donna, you have a new book coming out anytime soon? It's not going to come out till, uh 18, and okay. uh, it's about home. It's about home and blessings and uh all that. Oh. Uh, it, 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 the working title is Welcome Home. Oh, gorgeous. And it's, uh, the subtitle is Mama Donna's Guide to Creating Sacred Space Where You Live, Work, and Travel. Oh, boy, are we going to be looking <laughs> forward to that. In the meantime, we wish you every blessing that uh, you keep being inspired to uh, help lead the way for a lot of the rest of us. Thanks, Mama Donna. Thank you. All right, everybody, sit tight. We'll be back for our wrap right here on Marion Live. Back in just a minute. Everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Reno. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, The Great Relationships Begin Within, Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Light and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one 877 dad or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm, how about this? The Container Store, the original storage and organization store. 
And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff. The Container Store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, thanks for hanging in for our wrap. People are excited. That's because we can do something. We can take back our power. We can protest. We can sign petitions. We can change our voicemail. We can write to Paul Ryan, by the way, 700 St. Lawrence Avenue in Geneville, Wyoming, or no, Wisconsin, sorry, 53545. Don't worry. Just send me an email. I'll get you the address if you can't write it down. Thanks for being with us today. Go out, go march, go do something, and then do something else. Pass it on, says Mama Donna Hennis. Thanks for being with us today. Join us next week, Catherine Austin Fitz, our relationship with capitalism. Oh, yeah, we're on a roll. We're going to do something about it here on Marion Live, and we're going to keep doing something about it. Stay close, everybody. That is what my teacher is saying to me. That's what I want to say to you. Stay close. Stay together. Keep breathing. I love you all. I wish you every blessing. And, uh, yeah, go do something and then go do something. I'll see you next time right here on Marion Life. Mm-hmm.